my whole life, all I ever wanted to be was a gangster. Moment of silence for the great, the, the late great Ray Liotta. I'm funny how. God, that's such a good movie. My favorite uh, mob film. Folks, welcome back to the We Didn't Peak podcast. It's me, Chance Nichols, your lovely host. Uh, if the intro sounds echoey, that's because I'm in a real echoey uh, house, my mom's house here in Missouri. I'm coming at you live from the small town of Nixa, Missouri, N-I-X-A, Missouri. And uh, it's fun. I'm having a good little vacation, just kind of kicking it, taking a break, but not completely. Still working, still putting the podcast out, still doing tapping my fingers on the keys. You know how it is. I can't stop. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep the intro relatively short today, I think. Um, yeah, God, Ray Liotta. Mm. It's a tough one. That is a tough one. But you know what? He's having some, he's, he's, he's cutting garlic with a razor in, in heaven now, in the prison that is heaven. Uh, hope you guys are doing well. Episode's coming out a little bit late. We had some technical technical difficulties with the internet, but we figured it out. Um, yeah, hope y'all are doing well. I think I already said that. Uh, not much going on here. I Mostly whenever I come home, it's just a lot. It's like a tour of my favorite bars and restaurants, and I'll list them now. We got The Wheelhouse. We got Bambino's. Oof. We got J-O-B Public House. We got the Mud Lounge. We got, uh, let's see, Shanghai Buffet. We got Rocco's Pizza. We got Mexican Villa. We got Tie and Timber Beer Company. We got Mother's Brewery. And the pièce de résistance of them all, Mud House Coffee. Mudhouse Coffee is the greatest coffee shop in in history, in human history. I, I really do believe that. Um, I love that place. It is my favorite coffee shop I've ever been to in my entire life. And uh, I go there once a day when I'm in town. It's the only place I go to every single day I'm in Springfield. I make it a point to go to Mudhouse. So if you're in the 417 area, go check that out. If you're a listener from around the world for this episode, which there's probably quite a few of you, Buy a plane ticket to Springfield, Missouri, and check out the Mud House. Love that place. Um, yeah, sad week, kind of. Also, like, you know, I'm just trying to. When 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 you're out of town, I don't know if if y'all feel this way, but like when I'm out of town, it almost feels like I don't check my phone nearly as much as whenever I'm at home because. You know, you're on vacation, you're in a different place than you normally are, so you kind of want to stay more alert, more like, oh, look at that, look at that, remember that, oh, look, blah, 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 blah. So I don't really check Twitter that much um, when I'm here and other social medias. But, uh, yeah, rough week um, for America and the world, I think, in general. I won't talk about it much because, you know, this is a comedy podcast, but it's the thing that's happening right now. I haven't prepared any thoughts on this, but... I, it's just uh, you know, it's something. This there was a shooting in Texas, I believe. Um, it left nineteen children dead and two adults. I don't even want to look up the accuracy of those numbers necessarily, but I, I think that was the final um, the final count. Um, yeah, this has become 
as American as fucking apple pie. Like as sad as that sounds. Like I, I'm not trying to make a joke there, but it's a. Uh, it's fucked up and it's sad and makes you feel helpless. Makes you feel uh, weak and like you like there's really no point. Honestly, like what? How can you call a, like a government a functioning, well-adjust, like well-oiled machine when? We can't protect our children. Now, I know some of you are like, it's, it was a terrorist act. Terrorists can't be negotiated with. Bad guys are going to get guns and do bad things anyway. We need blah, 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 blah. I don't know, man. I. It feels like we're all just talking back and forth in, in circles and the people who can actually do real change and find some common ground in between the folks who are you know, saying, get rid of all guns, ban all guns, no guns in the country at all, to the people who are like, more guns, more guns, but like it, the truth is somewhere in the middle there, whether I like it, or whether you like it or not, the truth is there has to be some sort of fucking compromise, or we're just going to have to keep uh, building elementary school uh, child-sized caskets. I don't think that's a good thing. Call me fucking crazy, but I don't think that's a good thing. Um, yeah, let's just move on from that. I've, I mean, rest in peace, uh, the fucking little kids, um, and the adults that also passed away. Um, yeah, sad. Very sad. Uh, oh boy. Um, I just had a lovely pasta dinner. Uh, shift, perfect gear shift there. There's a great new Italian restaurant. <laughs> All I have talked about in this intro has been death and pasta. Essentially, or death and food, really. God, fuck me. Um, new, great new Italian restaurant in my hometown called Piccolo's. I, I was shocked to find out that it had nothing to do with the Dragon Ball Z character. I walked in dressed up like Vegeta in full Vegeta cosplay, expecting to order like a Kamehameha salad and like a Final Flash shake and a special bean, beam cannon whiskey, but... Um, I was surely mistaken, and it was just a fine Italian restaurant. And the portion sizes, Jesus Christ, I can put away pasta, but, I mean, just look at me, but I had to take a box. I had to get a box and uh, take it home. So that's that. Uh, I'm probably going to hit the nightlife tonight a little bit later, and by that I mean walk around Walmart and look for people I went to school with, because that is uh, the nightlife in this town. (laughs) Walmart culture is so important to the Midwest, and I do sincerely mean that. I no longer feel like it's necessary for me to partake in it necessarily, but it's out there. And I have been to Walmart multiple times to just pick up little things I need and also like four or five things that I don't need. That's what Walmart is. I wish every town in America had a Walmart Supercenter in it, and I won't stop until that that is a fact, until that is true. Um, My grandmother's car broke down, the car that I was using, uh, because... Love my grandmother to death, but she got her car fixed. It, it was in the shop, and the guys, it's a, it's a 1999, well, 2000, year, year 2000, like Lexus LE, and it, it's, 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 the guy at the shop, she got it back, and he said, okay, this is going to be a fine old lady car now. You can drive around town, drive it to the grocery store, drive it to church. Don't drive it on the highway. She was told don't drive it on the highway. Then she handed me the keys and said, have fun. I was not told to not drive it on the highway. So, of course, 
for those of you keeping score at home, my grandmother lives in Springfield, Missouri. My mother and brother and I, uh, not I, I live in Los Angeles because I'm a coastal elite, but my mother and brother who I stay with live in Nixon, Missouri, which is their neighboring towns. Um, Nixon's a suburb of Springfield, if you will. You got to take a highway to get to it. So I'm on the highway and the engine starts shaking. Isn't that fun? And then the check engine light starts blinking. Ooh, double the fun. And uh, I managed to limp it back to her uh, retirement home. And because uh, that's what white people do, we throw our elders out. Um, no, it's a beautiful facility. Like, it is a shockingly beautiful, like, I wish I could live there. Uh, it's, a, it's like, it's one of those, like, retirement communities. And, oh, we have a spa and activities and a shuttle bus that'll take you to the tapioca factory or whatever the fuck. Um, got a back door and the car is going to. What's going to happen to the car is what happens to the car. None of my, not, n- none of my business. I just told you guys a, a bit of like uh, family issues that we're having this week, and it involves this fucking car. Um, that's very fun. This is all for my archives more than anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think that might be it. I am excited to go back to L.A. on Saturday. Got to get back and see my boys, one of which is today's guest. We'll call that a perfect segue. Today's guest, folks, my God, you know him, you love him. It's Jiva Brown. Jiva is a YouTuber and a video editor and overall content creator in L.A. by way of Thailand. Uh, he and I work together on the Rumi official YouTube channel, and he's just a super cool fucking dude, and y'all are about to hear some awesome stories from his life. Uh, we certainly got to know each other much better through this uh, podcast, this interview. So uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. But before that, as always, take care of some business here. Got to pay the bills. Uh, please be sure to uh, download this episode just to show the, that in our analytics. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever it is that you're listening to this. There should be some form of a subscription button to stay up to date with all of our episodes coming out mostly weekly. Um, and, uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram at we didn't peak like us on Facebook. We didn't peak with chance Nichols. Just search it. It's the only one I checked and then follow me, your boy on all forms of social media at chance is loud. Alrighty, Roo. Now, without further ado, see, I can rhyme. I can fucking sing. I don't know what anyone's talking about. Uh, without further ado, please enjoy my chat with the one the only Mr. Jiva Brown. Enjoy. My name is Chance and I like to dance. That's I'm really good. good. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> All right, well, we've officially started. Uh, oh. That makes me very happy. Um, okay. Jiva, hello. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm feeling <laughs> really good right now. You're feeling really I'm, good right I'm now. I'm smiling right now. I know no one can see it, but uh-huh. I'm smiling a lot. No, I love that, and and that I'm happy about. Uh, what what have you guys? Uh, how long has it been since you came back? Like over, uh, two weeks now, right? Something like that. Since Wait, you got do, back do to your LA? listeners already know stuff about it? Hmm? <laughs> about do your listeners already know like uh, about me? Before? No, they know nothing oh, about you. We're just yeah. gonna talk about me coming back. Okay. Uh, yeah. w- well, we, we usually start the show with a little just kind of like current events thing. Oh, like what's going on in your yeah. life right now? That's very casual. I like it. Yeah, I like yeah. this show. Good. Great show. Good. I'm very What was the question? <laughs> uh, how long has it been since you came back to L.A. from Thailand? Two weeks? Three okay. three weeks? Yeah, that's what I figured. It's, but the time's been flying, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I, because I, I remembered the party we went together on mm-hmm. the roof. Yes. And... 
I, it felt like that was like I came back and then we went to that party sometime. But I, <laughs> then I realized that that was literally the second day I was here. I came here, I sleep. The next day, that was the party. And like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things just happen. It's way too fast. If we can't, I, really, like, <laughs> I was, I was honestly shocked to see you there because yeah. yeah, you're the. But you did say, didn't you say like the time zone difference isn't as bad here, like as it was yeah. in Sweden. Yeah, I don't know why is is. Even though this is like 14 hours, so my brain is supposed to be, you know, seeing nighttime on daytime right now. But every time I go back and forth, Thailand, America, I hardly ever have any problem. I just sleep at the good time. I sometimes, I think when I came here the first time, I even slept better. I sleep like eight and wake up at like five. I'm like, wow. Oh, what is this routine? I should keep this up. <laughs> Obviously, we didn't keep it up. No. There's no uh, reason for that. But <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You get a uh, lot done. I bet you'd get a lot done if you yeah. were in bed by eight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, but when I went to Sweden, I just, I can't sleep at all. I'll, I'll be sleeping from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. So yeah. basically the only time sunlight was out. <laughs> so I'll never see sunlight. I mean, well, and it's like, you know, it's it's one of those countries that w- when the sun is up, you kind of get a, got to get out there while yeah. you can because like it you, goes away. Yeah, you don't have a choice. You no. need it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you had any uh, boba today? I know you're a big boba boy. You no, we, I had acai. Oh, okay. And uh, matcha. I still have the, <laughs> I'd, I'd really, I think it's coming from, since I grew up in Thailand and, you know, you value more, I guess, everything around you more mm-hmm. since it's like more. Uh, second world country third i don't know whatever it doesn't matter but uh-huh. um yeah, so I, I don't know why i briefed that part but i was just gonna tell a story about uh yesterday joel left that boba that i showed you that he, yes he didn't drink because it was 100 percent sugar mm-hmm. and i kept it because i want to drink it yeah and right now it's still in the fridge because i just don't i can't i can't <laughs> throw it away i'm like this is boba I this is food right. i don't yeah. want to throw it away it's like half a I'm over half full. I need to drink it someday. <laughs> That's such a beautiful perspective on the world because, <laughs> like, I know so many people, and it's usually a phenomenon that happens with the the thin or the skinny yeah. uh, in in America, where they'll eat, they'll order like a whole meal at a restaurant, yeah. and eat like less than half of it. And then either put it in a box and take it home and never eat it. Like, yeah. they'll never finish their leftovers. Or they'll just go, I'm too full. Here, you just take this and throw it away. Yeah, yeah. And as somebody who I was raised to, quote, make a happy plate is what they said in my house. What does that mean? Uh, you have to be able to see the whole plate at the end of the meal. Like, okay. eat everything on the plate, even if it's the stuff you don't like yeah. or will hit you. So yeah. that was, like, sort of the... Um, the rule at our house. So whenever I see these monsters that like will have half a chicken yeah. just sitting there, I'm like, that poor guy gave his life. You could be eating seeds somewhere. But, yeah. Yeah. And you guys just left him out like that. Yeah, hey. it's fucking dumb. But I, I do wish I could get into boba, but I just can't. Uh, Is I, it the boba or the drink? It's the bobas themselves because I like, uh, I think the taste or the flavor spectrum for boba is really unique. And yeah. the one that I got... Um, with Joel a while back. I, I liked the taste of it, like mm-hmm. the drink, but the texture of the balls. Like there's something <laughs> about no. it that really fucked my whole world up. It's, you know, you have to think of it as the ball doesn't really, 
you know, the the main purpose is just so you have something to chew and it's more fun. You, oh. you drink it and instead of like, you know, when you're thirsty, you keep drinking it. When you drink it, you obviously have to pause to like have a, you know, quick chew. So it's a good like balance of like drinking some more, getting to chew some boba, drinking some more. So it's, to me, it's not like, oh, this boba tastes great. Like I feel like I want the drink to taste great. I want to get my favorite drink and the boba is an add-on so me to like shoe around so I can have the drink last longer. I'm not sure if that uh, perspective will make you try it again, but... Maybe. But that's the thing. That's the thing. Boba places don't only have boba. Like, it's it's nothing wrong with not liking the boba itself. There's so many other things they put in that has the same purpose Mm -hmm. that might even taste better, like the fruit, whatever fruity things and stuff like that. You you get that instead. It also, that's pretty good. Yeah, little chunks of shit. It's like, uh, not (laughs) literal shit. Yeah, (laughs) I go to the toilet. I like that. Right. Well, I do know you have a big poop thing. (laughs) No, wait, what? Don't tell them that. Don't tell anyone that. (laughs) Absolutely joking. Uh, No, I think that is a good point. I hadn't thought about that because I did, I got like a very normal sized cup and I'm a fast drinker and fast eater in general. And it took me like an hour to drink that cup because I think you're exactly right. It like slows down the chewing process. That's interesting. Um, Hmm. I like that. How did you, did you like the acai bowl? We're just talking about food. This is just a food. Yeah. I mean, who's not hungry? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right. um, Yeah. uh, I I think it's just one of those things where you just want to feel healthy. Mm -hmm. I want something to feel healthy. It's probably technically, Joe keeps telling us it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna, not going to listen to that negative nonsense, you there know? You like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's actually healthy, but, <laughs> you know, it feels way better than a piece of burger. So exactly. you, it's just one of those things where it's like, ooh, let's let's do something good for the body today. Let's get an acai bowl. Mm-hmm. So we, like, feel good. It's also, like, cold and stuff. So it works well with, I guess, hot not that hot for me, but you know, right. sunny weather and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That, that's uh, I've I've always heard that they're quite healthy, but I, I think we all needed some healthy food today after <laughs> we went through yesterday. <laughs> Fucking yeah. wait, what did we went through yesterday? We went th- that workout. We went through a real hard oh, workout. Oh right, and my legs are dead today. Oh, you want to like, run some more? Today? Yeah, let's. Yeah, we're gonna pause the podcast and Jeeva and no, I what are you, go What about a podcast run. running? That would be awful. <laughs> It's just a lot of. <laughs> oh, what's up, Chase? Yeah, I okay. can't talk right now. I can't talk right now. Well, don't you agree? Uh, yeah. no, that's good. Um, Let's not do that. No, I would hate that. Yeah. In fact, I, I would push back strongly against that. Okay. My God. Uh, but how you been? How are things? Just like in general in your life. Um. Good, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I guess this time that I came back here, I feel way more already settled. Like. It didn't feel like the first time where like everything is new. I'm in LA. I'm we're working. Whatever we're doing is like is so new in my life. Like a life, you know, whole shift in my whole life. But when I went back, that all the shift was like so easy to go back back because it was something I'm used to. I got on the car, then I drove on the right side of the road right away, like, and everything like that. Yeah. But and now coming back here this time, I also get the same feeling as when I went back to Thailand, where this is not new. Like I, you know. You, right. I just feel like I fit right back into where I was mm-hmm. instead of, you know, feeling like, oh, this is a new place and something like that anymore. It's just, yeah. So I guess I'm feeling, yeah, to answer the question, <laughs> I guess I'm feeling good. Good. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's, that's an interesting thing where it's like, I'm very glad that I visited LA a few times before I officially yeah. moved here because, and I know people that 
have moved to places having never visited, never even tried it. They just figured, I'll just go there. That seems like yeah, a good I've place heard good things about here. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, good luck. I could not do that. Like, yeah. I, when I moved to Chicago, I had visited like t- only twice, though. I will say LA, I'd visited probably four or five times before I moved here. But it's right. just nice to like get a bit of a lay of the land. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. Especially, you can't really, you know, living, I guess, moving somewhere is way bigger than you it might sound sometimes like oh let's move here let's move there right and when you actually think about it like you're moving your whole life there if you don't give a little scan of like <laughs> like is this actually a good place like right where, where where's the knowledge where do you got the knowledge oh you watch some movies you want to move <laughs> yeah yeah can, can i put some uh, research into this maybe before i make this enormous yeah. leap <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i feel like uh, to go back to the story i was saying about me coming back here and mm-hmm and feeling like way more used to it. I think it would make more sense to say that the reason it felt way better because I didn't say it the first time was because the first time I came here, I was very homesick and mm-hmm. I just like cried a lot alone and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And especially when Rickard wasn't here. So we were living just me and Joe and there's a lot of times, just a lot of times where I'm just alone and yeah. I'm very homesick and missing like friends and stuff. This time it just felt way more easy and, you know, eased right back into the, I guess community. I guess now with you guys too. Yes. There's more people I know. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, well, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. No, it's. Uh, I, I mean, I, I totally get that. When I first moved for, again from Chicago, uh, from Missouri, where I'm from, to Chicago, that first two weeks was real tough. Like yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, and I had I moved with friends, so I was oh, surrounded right. by friends. And even then, I felt so like disconnected because I had graduated from college, and then t- like a week and a half after that, packed everything and moved to Chicago. And so it was this weird feeling of going from being a senior in college, like the top of the food chain, yeah, you know, exactly. I'm at the top of my game in every facet of my life, to right back to the bottom. In the real world, yeah. in a new city, f- far from home, and my family for the first time. Yeah, and it was just like, I was just, why did I ever leave my perfect <laughs> what, little world? Which, which one was a bigger leap for you, the the Chicago one or the LA one? I think they're both. I would say Chicago probably just because I. So a lot of people here go to, uh, and I'm not sure how like the college experience and stuff is, or school even. Honestly, that's why I'm yeah. interested to learn about the Thailand school process and stuff. Oh, but I went to college at a place that was like 30 minutes away from where I grew up, so I really didn't have that big. Like a lot of people will move away to college. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big, like, hours and hours of driving away from where they're from or even across the country. So people get that first big break away from their family when they go to college. Yeah. I didn't really get that. Like, I lived on my own. I didn't live with my family in college, so that was a bit of a separation. But at any point, I could have hopped in my car and been home within less than an hour. Didn't feel like a big disconnect of where you are. Exactly, yeah. So Chicago definitely felt huge in that i was now not within driving distance of everyone i'd ever known yeah um, something happens you have to deal with it exactly <laughs> that was the, that's the biggest thing terrifying yeah. uh, but then la was big because it's much farther it's, yeah. it's much much farther from home and then it's also i moved here at the height of the pandemic so like 
July of 2020 when oh. like they were still stacking fucking bodies like on the sidewalk in New York City and yeah. stuff. I was on a little airplane with my bags like, I can't wait to get to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's the sign? Yeah, and then I sat, the sign is wearing a mask. <laughs> and oh, I sat in my house for a year, which I've talked about to death on this show. So sounds like, um, sounds like a good move. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. It was really, really fun. And I, I really cherished that year of my life where I was just sitting there banging my head against the wall. <laughs> yeah. 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 My God. Um, but what? I'm, I'm not sure. Can I ask more about you? Is it fine? <laughs> I, yeah. No. I'm very I, intriguing. Like, but uh, is there nothing in your mind thinking about when before you move? Like maybe I should do this later? Or why did you still go through with it when everything seems to be you know different in the world? I think that's exactly why I did it. I was like... It feels like everyone is moving backwards, yeah. myself included, or staying stagnant. Yeah. And I wanted to almost challenge myself to yeah. push through in some aspect because I was tired of sitting around. And yep. it was also Makes a thing sense. where the, I guess the timing like with Lucas and Ricky and moving in with them just sort of worked out perfectly. Because um, if I was coming here alone, I probably would have waited. But the yeah. fact that I was moving into a living situation al already set up, essentially, yeah. that really did help. But again, it was like, I always, uh, and again, I've said this a thousand times, I think back to um, whenever I was making the decision to move to L.A., I first, I initially wanted to, I had made the choice that January. So January 2020, I was like, this is the year I leave Chicago and go to LA. Yeah. And then every, the world fell apart um, two months later. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, well, fuck, maybe I won't. Hmm. But then I thought of, have, have you seen Infinity War? Avengers yes. Infinity? I had the thought of uh, the moment where Tony Stark's like, when, when Doctor Strange goes into the future yeah. and sees all of the possible outcomes. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And he tells Tony, there's only one where we win. Yeah. And I, ha I just kept thinking, it's like, there are a million ways that this move can go absolutely <laughs> wrong and <laughs> exactly. ruin my life. But I, there's, there's one way, and I think I can, I can thread the needle and find that one way. Yeah. And I think I did it because I'm sitting in front of you. I think that <laughs> the fact that I made it here to this moment today is evidence and, you know, other stuff that has happened. It's like, I think I figured it out. I'm not dead. Yeah. I'm not, you know, living in the gutter. I'm not back in Missouri, which I will be. This week I'm coming home, everybody. If you're listening, What's uh, up? I'm already back. Uh, this comes out on Thursday. I leave in two days. If you want to see me, fucking text me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. This number. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. What was, how was your uh, pandemic? Did you spend it in Thailand? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, how was it? It was definitely more strict than in here. Oh. Uh, Oh, okay. I remember the first year it was way better than many other countries, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like Thailand had this thing where kind of in the beginning of 2020, everyone was wearing masks already because they have like a big dust problem or something that came from the north. I don't really know what's going on, mm -hmm. but basically, yeah, too much dust that will go like they're too small. So they're actually harmful. So people were wearing masks already. And then the pandemic come, we just keep wearing masks. Yeah. I guess. And then, yeah, the numbers weren't never that high. So we never really had like any you know there's like lockdowns here and there but i think after like a year where other countries are starting to get better we just randomly had a you know whole big you know i don't know breakthrough or something happened yeah, everything yeah. gone to shit and then and then everything just became super strict like 
there was times where you can't leave the house on after this time and stuff like that or most things are closed so you yeah you just basically no reason to leave the house at all yeah yeah and i was uh i was lucky enough to be you know working from home anyway right so yeah. <laughs> that didn't affect much but yeah everything was super terrible until like even a year after that where most countries like people were like comparing like oh and like when the vaccines came all the other countries are like people are going out now and stuff like that but we're still like stuck and it was a whole big thing about why we didn't get vaccine and all that stuff i don't want to go yeah. through politics but right just a whole shit show on like we're not you know why are we not out yet when mm-hmm. other countries are like do or you know are already having a better lives yeah. but yeah right, i think right now it's way better but for me i was just pretty much yeah we're just working from home all the time always on discord yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> playing right. valorant and stuff like that see that's nice yeah it must have been i i wish i had uh because i got laid off from my job even though it could be done from home because it it primarily is it has to do with people gathering in person yeah so i wasn't working for a while there and so yeah that's it. like people who earn their living on youtube and stuff like that I, it 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 must have been a thing where it's like obviously it's not ideal but yeah, yeah. and you wish it wasn't happening but yeah, it's, but it's like way your work life exactly didn't get as disrupted as someone who's like a teacher or yeah. you know shit like that but that's interesting cuz i know a big reason why like Italy was the first country that we heard about that was really getting butt fucked by this. Oh thing, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 I remember that. And a big part of it was there um, in Italy, like countries like Italy and many uh, European and Asian countries, they're multi generational households. So it's like yeah. kids live with their parents yes. and their grandparents. And that stuff. was such a big thing in Thailand because yeah. most people live with you know older people in their house, so right. people were just extra scared to go anywhere. Extra careful, yeah, you know, and that's why one of the big thing that happened was uh like any anyone who got uh, here when i got covid was in america we just had to stay home for 10 days or something i can't remember but in thailand when you get uh positive the the, the hospital will call you to pick you up to force you to stay in <laughs> you feel like it's like a whole ordeal wow. and now it's way better but now you can choose yeah finally but <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but there was a period where it just looked crazy like you didn't some one of some of my friends feel like they don't even want to test. Yeah. They don't want to get their life. <laughs> don't want to know. Yeah. For like two weeks or something just <sighs> because, you know, they, they got it and whatever. But yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. That's, but uh, most people are just avoiding, you know, having, you know, the stuff catch on to families and you yeah, know grandmas yeah. and you know, they all right. live together and stuff like that. Yeah. White people, we throw our, our, our old people into retirement homes. Yeah. So we, we, we just yeah. throw them in there and lock the door and say, you stay in there till we figure this thing out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And no. my dad always tells me that because he's American. He also always right. tells me like, this is super new. Like we're all living together and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I, I was like, if I didn't leave, it felt like I was a burden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's the thing. Like, why am I? Yeah. Why am I wasting your money in your house? <laughs> and eating the food. Get the hell and, out. Yeah, being loud. Yeah. What's up? Where's your dad from? Um, he's from here, it, California. It, like, oh, he's from California. Yeah, okay. but he lived in many places because uh, his dad was in the air force, so they had to move all the times. So oh, okay. He lived a lot in like Laguna Beach and stuff like that oh, when that's he was cool. here. Yeah, many places, a bunch of whatever beaches. <laughs> There's yeah, too yeah. many beaches named. <laughs> there, every 20 feet, it's a different name for a different <laughs> yeah. beach and shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah, yeah, he, he is a 
Cali man. That's cool. Yeah, I think I remember you telling me he was, wasn't he like a surfer. Kind yeah, of he's, guy? He, yeah, he's he's a surfer. That's why I learned the surfer accent. You know the uh-huh. what's up, dude? Yeah, like, yeah. I want to go surf, <laughs> dude. Come on, what's bro. Up, dude? Yeah, yeah. That's I learned awesome. that from my dad. So when yeah. I came here, I felt you know I fit in <laughs> right at home. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah, at home. yeah, yeah. And then your mom's for the one that's from Thailand. Yeah, and exactly. how do they meet? Uh, my, so the crazy story that I'm going to say it very short so it doesn't waste time, but, <laughs> uh, my, my, when my dad grew up, he moved to England to become a rock star and then he got drafted in Vietnam, but he ran away from Vietnam war and go be a monk in India for like 12 years. So, you know, what? America can't cash him. And when the war was over he, and, and they tell people to come back, the people who left the war. So he came back. Yeah. But and then he does like some community service stuff so he doesn't have to go to jail and stuff like that yeah and then but with the time where he was was in india he really had a lot of connections on like mines and gemstone business mm-hmm. so he went to like start like a gem business in asia w- using you know the source from india mm-hmm. and then when he met uh, my mom in thailand that's when he choose to settle but normally wow. you like go sell at many places but you know, because he had the connection that's from cr- India, that's <laughs> fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. He was he became a monk in India for twelve years. You said yeah. he always tells me this funny stories <laughs> of how when when <laughs> when he gets to go back to America, mm-hmm. he'll have to like be be in semi not jail, but like you know, you have to be with all the other people who who left who did yeah. did wrong. Quote, we quote, we wrong. call them draft dodgers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so he has to be with all these people, to, you know, do paperwork or something to, mm-hmm. you know, find out what you have to do next after this. But a lot of people there were just like bragging about how long have they um, have they gone away before they got caught. Like, dude, like this guy, like he he ran away for eight months before the the police got him and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and people were like bragging around. And when they came to my dad, my dad's like, well. I, they, I was out for 12 years and they never even caught me. I yeah. came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else was like, I got caught after two years. What do you do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, well, I was, you know, I was just busy looking at gyms. No, fucking, no. You, yeah. you, you guys are suck at this. <laughs> he probably wouldn't have been a good soldier. He <laughs> would capture. My, my, dad, my dad always told me like, his story would change a lot if he only knew that when you go to Canada, they protect you. So you could have just yes. ran away to Canada. Yep. A lot of people did that. <laughs> India's way further out, but yep. yeah, whatever. Yeah. India's, I bet India's probably more fun than Canada. I'll go out on a limb and say. Well, Canada's pretty fucking boring. Have you ever been to Canada? I wish I, I want to go to Canada. I yeah. For nature purposes, I guess it looks great. They do have it is beautiful. You know, I I don't want to shit on Canada. I love Canada. <laughs> Canada is my second uh, my home away from home that I've never been to. It's the hat of the United Wait, States. How do you know it's boring if you hadn't been to? I just have you ever met a Canadian? <laughs> I mean, my God, these people—they're dead inside and they just care about <laughs> syrup and snow. And I just want to shoot myself. No, ah, uh, they're great. I a lot of my favorite artists are Canadian, so that's cool. And Toronto's fun. I've heard Toronto's a very fun city. And you're right. There is. I used to watch. Jesus Christ! Talk about wasting time with stories. I used <laughs> yeah, to come on, let's watch. Let's go. Let's go. Right. It's my show. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch this show called Highway Through Hell, which okay. was a show. ACDC? Yeah. Yeah. No. I wish. I have been lame. Oh, it's not. Okay. No. 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 It's they just stole the name, and it was a show about tow truck drivers in Canada that patrol the ice like mountain roads. 
and they go and they rescue truck drivers that have like slid oh. off the side of the mountain and shit. That's very specific. Extremely <laughs> specific. Most people are like, oh, ice road truckers, right? Like the guys that drive their trucks on the daring trip. No, no, no. The show I watch is about the rescue driver operators <laughs> yeah. that go and help the ice road truckers when they crash. Yeah. <laughs> so, and it was in this like big mountainous region of Canada and it yeah. just looks like a different planet, basically. It's, yeah. it's very cool up there. Very cold, though. Very, very cold. Yeah, I'm not good with cold, but I do want to go to Canada. Yeah. What what how many countries or what countries have you been to? Oh, you Zero. haven't been to any? this one. <laughs> I've been oh, to this one. Snap. Aren't gotta, I got some travels going, dude? Man. I'm a piece of shit. I I my bit that I say to people, and I don't mean this, but I think a yeah. lot of people think I mean it. Is I'm like, oh, I'll never, I'll never leave the United States. Why Why would I ever leave? <laughs> Everything I need is right here. Oh, I, I want to see a fucking. You should just go to Italy at least. <laughs> that, I, I do want to Italy. I want to do a thing where I like fly into like Dublin and then go to London and then go to Italy and then like maybe some other countries in like Europe and that region and stuff. I do want to go to Japan too. I think Japan looks really cool. Yeah. Um, Avery, who you know, he's been to both Thailand and Japan before and yeah. he thinks that he speaks very highly of both travels. And it's like, I have a passport. I'd love to go sometime. Yeah, that's the main thing with the American yeah. passport. You you kind of just walk in everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure we're beloved worldwide. I'm sure <laughs> exactly. We, we walk in and everyone I'm goes. i sure we're walking in because they like us a lot. Here comes the king. <laughs> I have said so many times, though, like uh, some of the, the Swedes have said, like, we should go to, like, take you to Sweden and stuff. And I'm like, I will be the most unapologetically American tourist. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be this guy that tries to be cool and blend in with the I'm going to be shouting like where's the where, is there a tour bus I want to see the giant ball of yarn in the center of town are, no. are there cheeseburgers at this restaurant like I will be yeah, you'll be go, you'll be going like when is the fika time Do you know fika 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 Sweden no. has always has a fika is basically like a break where you get like some bakery and like a hot tea or something oh. And so that sounds of, lovely. So you kind of have like a ex, like a excuse like oh it's fika time let's uh -huh. you know get brown I don't know brownies croissant or whatever. Yeah. So you you'll go there you're like fika when is fika where's my fika every hour on the hour <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> Give I me wish the cinnamon rolls. <laughs> wow, that's like uh, in Spain. The I, I heard I I had a friend that lived in Spain and she told me about siestas, where it's just like a big nap. <laughs> and, and, and like that sounds awesome. I would love that. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I got to get out in the world a little bit. Um Yeah, I got to get make use of that passport. Right? right. Yeah. I I want you guys to take me around the world and then when we get back, I want us all to hop in a car and I'll take you around the United States oh, because yeah. each state is a different country essentially. Yeah, I always compared like a United States is just Europe. Yeah, <laughs> basically, know, pretty much new year, the new world, as they said. How much of since your uh, dad's from here? How much have you like traveled and like been around in the states? Um, I've never left California. Oh, so, okay. Because every time I come here, I always see family which live they live in north in San Francisco mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So that's pretty much all I've ever been. Oh wow! So I've never really seen the. I mean, I've been in San Francisco for travel a little bit, but I've never really, really lived the city life mm -hmm. until here, which I guess jumped right into the biggest, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the biggest one of the biggest ones. But yeah, yeah. but yeah, uh, that's it. So I've never traveled as much as not you know these couple of times where I came myself mm -hmm. too, because you know when I go with family, a lot of them 
you know, with my grandma and stuff, we don't really want to be traveling too much. Right, go all <laughs> like over she, the place. She doesn't yeah. have that much energy. Although my grandma is rocking. She's like over 90 and still doing, Yeah, I was going to say, damn, she's, she's still with us, your grandma. And <laughs> you're, you, you had a dad who was old enough to dodge the draft in Vietnam <laughs> and your grandma's still, that is impressive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's Good going for you. on. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Uh, well, shit, what, um, okay, so you're born in Thailand. Yes. What was your childhood like? Like whenever you were like young in mm. school, what did, did you call it elementary school? Is it, or is there, I, mean, I know there's like preparatory school in England and, and other places call it. I, mean, I don't things. know the English term. I'm not, it might be like, I'll, I'll tell you the quick format. It's like you do the three years of whatever, when you're super young, you mm -hmm. have like three years of whatever it's called. Mm -hmm. Kindergarten. Is that it? We, it goes, so for us, it's, elementary school is kindergarten first grade second grade third grade fourth grade okay um so it's about four or five years uh and then there's middle school or junior high school i think we have the same thing we just don't okay. have that name because yeah we, yeah, we yeah. have the, the three years of kindergarten and then we have 12 years like grade one to 12 oh okay right yeah. same yeah and same university thing. and stuff essentially okay. yeah just a different name i think yeah absolutely but yeah. the my childhood i mean <laughs> yeah those first three years what, what, what was that Ooh, like for you? kindergarten life that mm -hmm. was sick all the things i did <laughs> no, <laughs> no uh um the the coolest thing was my school from grade i can't really remember much from kindergarten but grade like one to 12 i've always been in this school that's in a palace that has a moat around it what the fuck and my house is across from it yeah so every like only in like high school i started walking there myself because mm -hmm. I, when i'm not lazy but normally my dad or someone would dri uh, drive me into the school even though we're super close yeah yeah but the coolest thing was just the fact that i was with the same group of friends for at least 12 years of my wow, life yeah and those are like the friends i still hang out with and it's probably because you know when you're <laughs> that long you start oh, yeah. bonding is that is so that's a thing that i have a similar so I went to private school for kindergarten and first grade, which it was just a Christian school. So it's okay. like most private schools in America are just religious schools. So it's like there are private academies that are like academically like advanced where it's like you're learning more stuff and it's it's more of a like a challenging in the classroom school. Yeah. But then there are private schools that you pay for that are they incorporate the Bible and like Jesus and and praise and worship and Wait, so stuff like that. Private school is the one you choose, and there's that other type of school where you get assigned to from your area. Yeah, so there's public school, which mm -hmm. is what you it's free. Public school oh, is free. Okay. The government, the federal government, pays for it. That's what most kids go to. Um, that's where, yeah, it's based on where you live. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, this is the nearest school to your house. You okay. go here until you're in this grade, then to this building, then this building. Whereas with private school, you pay money to go, and you can, as long as you live within like driving distance of it or yeah. whatever, you can commute to it. Like I have friends who um, my best friend Nick, actually, whose uh, mom is from the Philippines, he mm. they um, paid for him to go to a Catholic school. Okay. So he would drive like like 35-ish minutes from our hometown to actually the city where I went to college in, Springfield, um, to go to this Catholic school. Whereas he could, the public school that he used to go to when he transferred out of was only like five minutes from his house. Oh, but okay. they, it was just a better education, basically. Yeah, it just shows better education, yeah. but he has to commute. Yeah, okay. so I went to private school 
for uh, it was a Christian. It was called Abundant Life Christian Academy. <laughs> Sounds pleasant. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, my my first grade teacher was a man from the Bahamas, and That's his name sick. was Mr. Sands. And he, <laughs> his name Mrs. Sands. His name was Mr. From Sands. The Bahamas. That is absolutely true. Okay. And he was one of the cruelest people. <laughs> like, oh he God. was So aggressive and angry with the children. Oh my God. Uh, and he had like five of his own kids in the school, so he was like an extra hard ass on them. But anyway, I say all that to say (laughs) I got to – I transferred to public school in second grade. So grade two on, I was in the same school district. And I'm right there with you where it's like I am with this – a similar group of kids Mm -hmm. from the time we are little tiny children to puberty-rattled like 18-year-olds basically. Yeah, that's cool. And there is a thing where it's like – and you said you are still close with a lot of those people. Uh, it's a big thing here that that's kind of lame. It's, yeah, it's it's lame to I know that from watching movies. <laughs> yeah, right. It, and I think that's weird because I have a lot of friendships. Like I just said, my best friend Nick, we met in second grade, and yeah. we're still to this day speak almost every single day. Yeah, and I have a lot of friends like that that I still keep up with that I've known since we were tiny kids. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm I'm happy to hear that you've got a similar like strong bond with your yeah. old pals. So we're lame. Yeah, we are very lame. We are too lame. I'll be fine with it. I'm fine with lame. I think so, too. If this is lame, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not a big fan of finding new friends every few years. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it has its, like, I don't know. It, I like making friends, but only whenever it kind of happens naturally. Yeah, you know yeah, what I exactly. mean? Like, I don't like to approach people and be like, hey, what are you guys into? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I feel like if you keep changing schools or whatever that makes you having to find new friends all the time, it just becomes like, am I supposed to you know, right. do what this? Especially when you're younger, you're like always like, what's, what's yeah. going on? Am I going to be bullied yet? <laughs> right, yet. Yeah, it's coming. It's definitely coming. Um, did you like to do um, play any sports or anything like when you were a little kid? Um, I played. So the big, biggest sport is football, you know, football. The, the the football the the, the, the fake football the fa- <laughs> okay I'll call it soccer thank just you. for the sake of the show yes you but- hear that international audience that's listening <laughs> to this episode I changed him oh just for the sake of the show um, yeah. I'm I'm not a big sport person so I'm not gonna get offended by mm-hmm. no, <laughs> any get name yeah. getting wrong but I guess um, yeah a soccer is what most people play and I got a little bit. Like I play a little bit just because all the dudes are playing. I don't want to. I want to be one of the cool dudes. That's pretty much it. Actually, like yeah, whoever yeah. is were playing the soccer is were the cool dudes. Mm-hmm. And I tried a little bit. and I hate it. Obviously, I want to go back to video games. Yeah. But the 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 sport I actually got into with all my we play video games friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not gamers. Yeah. yeah, is uh, ba- base baseball. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. Wait. Is it baseball? Hitting with the, the bat with the stick, throwing with, the, with ball the ball and hitting. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why we got. I think we just played a lot in like Wii Sports or something. Yes, and that we was just, a big thing in and, Wii Sports. Yeah, and my, one of my one of our friends have a yard, so like mm-hmm. we just I guess bust out some, buy some sticks and start. That sounds weird, but yeah, no, <laughs> hitting, no, hitting I, balls. Yeah, and no. it's, it is it's kind of fun because you don't run all the time, and it's a lot of like standing around. Are they gonna hit it? Are they gonna hit? It? And when someone hits, oh, we start running and stuff, and it just yeah, yeah, it's less tiring, I guess, and. Oh, definitely. If us like gamer friends got into it, and that's why I got into it too. So I guess I wasn't a cool kid. I never was. I right. Know. Well, I get it. It's I kind mean, of sad actually. Okay. Baseball. Right. No, 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 no. You're a sweet, bright boy. <laughs> uh, 
Baseball, yeah, baseball is one of those things that, like, if you look at professional, some professional baseball players look out of shape, and they are professional athletes because it is a lot of standing around, yeah, and just exactly, like kind of swinging a stick. Now, not to say uh, there are plenty of super athletes that play baseball. Yeah. Don't <laughs> come after me, you <laughs> fucking losers. I'm just saying. It's it's hardly basketball, <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Like yeah, it's, it's exactly. not like they're jumping thirteen feet into the air and spinning around and all yeah. that stuff. Um, which also, I guess, while we're talking about sports, because I do want to continue on through your life path. But yeah. what is your relationship to Muay Thai? Do you have any? Did, did Muay Thai? You, yeah, that that's that is my cultural touchstone for Thailand. Um, we got forced to learn it in school. Really, it, uh, it's taught in schools. Yeah, so we, there's a lot more than like just like this. In school, every year they'll change. They'll have the subject that has to do like with the Thai culture and stuff. So we get to learn like the the whole like Thai dancing and stuff like that. Um, that there's a dancing called corn where you like kind of get up on each other. Like mm-hmm. you 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 dance, but in the position of, like we're gonna fight type thing like that. And yeah, so I'll be like standing on your legs and act like I'm gonna you know hit you or something. Like that those are <laughs> yeah, the yeah. dancing. But yeah, Muay Thai was one of the later ones and. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. I, I don't want to punch people. <laughs> Sounds very scary. Why do yeah. I want to punch people? <laughs> um, and, and, and I just hate the... I obviously never got into it afterwards, but it, I just hate the fact that when it's in school, you're be, you're, you know, you have the... Um, we're the strong kids. You suck. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You're the, ga- you the gamer. You, mm-hmm. We sport people. We punch you. You know, right. that, that type of feeling. Yeah. And when obviously now when you have literally a subject that force you to punch each other <laughs> yeah I'm that's like, dangerous what? yeah that's not cool <laughs> yeah no that, i mean that yeah that can't be good for uh bullying <laughs> like yeah, in school exactly. because the closest thing i think we have to that we uh, some schools do teach like western style boxing like no kicks no elbows just bo- just straight up boxing yeah. but um it's you kind of have to elect to do it. You can't. It doesn't. But the one thing I think that is close is dodgeball. Uh, dodgeball was the great equalizer oh, yeah. for kids. And actually, I was a part of the generation where dodgeball started to change from being this thing where you had these big rubber balls <laughs> yeah. that yeah, could leave sure. a mark for two days yeah. and black your eye. Um, to these to like squishy balls, yeah, and like oh, you can't hit above the neck. Like you have to hit, try to hit them in the yeah. foot. Or I something. think I was in that generation. We learned yeah. dodgeball too. I think yeah. it was yeah. exactly like the, the not so hard ball to kind of just bounce off you and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it it, it dodgeball is. Like math, it's a universal language. <laughs> I think it's one of those yeah. things that has no one uh, one place where it's learned because it's literally. Yeah, it's, like, it's one of those things where when you tell people who aren't into sports, want to play dodgeball? I don't want to play sports. This one, you just throw balls at each other. Yep. Like, oh, okay. It's stripped <laughs> so down. So it, it takes away all of the fanfare of like goals and scoring and yeah. all that stuff. And it's just, oh, I have a ball and I'm going to hit you with it. Yeah, and you don't get much stress do. from it. You just <laughs> right. Unless you're the one, I guess, getting hit. I don't know. Yeah, no, that is a big thing. Um, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to touch on Muay Thai because that's. But what's I, your relationship with Muay Thai? You got to learn it. I did a little bit whenever I was younger. I wanted to be an MMA fighter. Oh, uh, yeah. So from age like thir- twelve or thirteen to about fifteen or sixteen, I trained martial arts. I did Muay Thai, uh, no gi, jiu jitsu, wrestling, boxing. Oh, nice! Just a combination of all those things. I went to an MMA gym that taught everything sort of all at once. Yeah. But we had. 
um, an instructor who had lived in Thailand for several years as a, cause you probably know, like you can fight every single day, like yeah. at the stadiums there. And so he would just fight. He, he got very, 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 very good at it yeah. um, by going over there. And he was a part of this um, sort of, his name was Luke. Shout out to Luke. If you're listening to this, <laughs> um, he was an early sort of uh, version of, a person who was able to go do that because for years the Thai people kept Muay Thai secret. Like, really? did, yeah, it was not a thing that you taught like foreigners because it was such a lethal and like crazy effective fighting form. Oh. They were like, we don't want other people knowing what this is. So, but then gradually a lot of uh, Thai people would, that were Muay Thai masters would go to Canada and started teaching, it, like secretly opening up gyms oh, and selling it to to the Western world. S- sounds and like Thai people. <laughs> Marketing. Marketing. Marketing at its finest. That's right. <laughs> um, so it started to slowly get everywhere. And now every MMA fighter, the, the striking base, the most important striking base is Muay Thai because it's the art of eight limbs. It's yeah. you, you learn the elbows, the knees, the kicks. Every, yeah. It incorporates your full body. Whereas, you know, with boxing, it's just kind of... Yeah, exactly. I'm moving my hands, audience. Yeah, that was, um, that's the sound of you're moving your hand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I, the the shin conditioning was the worst thing for me. I, oh yeah, kicking yeah. the tree or like kick, we had a wooden post that we would kick at, and I'm still my right shin is still somewhat like deadened. Like I, I it takes a lot for me to feel like sensations in my right. You shin. You got that tree though? You fuck it up good. Uh, yeah, I'm not uh. that kid. That, like, have you seen that video of that that like little kid that like chops a tree down? <laughs> with their, yeah, yeah, that's too much. Yeah, not me. I do love your bones. <laughs> love your bones. <laughs> What's up with this? <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, I did the first one of the episode. Wow, oh, that's crazy. Snap. Yeah. Dang it. Okay, yeah, yeah you, you beat me now. You got to catch up. We got we to keep scoring. This. <laughs> yeah, but I, I want to touch back with the MMA stuff. I mm-hmm. had this realization. I always grew up thinking like sports where they like punch each other and, and like fight each other. Mm-hmm. I, I think the sports is cool, but I think going to watch it is kind of dumb. Okay. I always thought of that mm-hmm. like that when I was a kid because it's like, dude, they're punching. You're not gonna hear it. You're being close to it is not doesn't affect much. Like like you you know you probably get to see more from the screen pretty much. Like you you know more what's happening compared to like being there. You're not like gonna hear the punch or right or hear anything that well until I think a few years ago we got a at my last at my old job we got a. We got a job at my old job. That sounds confusing, <laughs> but we got hired at my I, my old job to film like a like document like a I can't remember what the fight was called, but it's like an you know it's like a like where they do all the types of fight like Muay Thai and boxing and everything mm-hmm. all in one like big stadium. Okay, and sounds like it's called MMA or something, <laughs> but yeah. something like that. But so that was the first time I ever experienced a live you know b- match of people punching and stuff, and mm-hmm. I just realized how epic it actually is in yeah. real life. And it's, I feel like the main thing is the audience. Like every single mm-hmm. punch you hear, the people are like, oh, oh, at once. And it's like, like you know, in a big ass stadium, it's like super, you know, super intense when the, every, everyone's like, everything's quiet. The music from the intro of the guy walking out, this guy coming out and yeah, the yeah. whole lit music is all gone. And it's everything quiet. It's just people were like, oh my God. Ooh, and like punch him and fucking him up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The audience is very much the energy of the live show and when you're there you feel like one with i don't know who i'm supposed to be sharing at but damn this is lit like, yeah punch him punch him dude. it's the most and what you're describing is something that is so human um, yeah it's exactly. so 
that's why I love like martial arts and fighting is my favorite like thing. Football is right up there with it because you know I fight, American football, everyone. Yeah. Um, but MMA is, to, in my opinion, the purest form of sport because <laughs> it's all sports are is simulated combat or simulated war. Like that's yeah. what soccer, football is. Yeah. Is we're putting a bomb in your base. We're trying to put yeah, our ball exactly. in your base, and you're trying to defend your base and. Fighting is the most stripped down version of physical altercation. It's, yeah. it's I'm in my underwear and you're in your underwear. <laughs> there's no ball. There's no hoop. It's the door is shut and one of us is going to walk out of here and one of us is going to leave on a stretcher. Yeah, that exactly. is That is the competition we're engaging in. And there's this great quote by Dana White, who is the president of the UFC, which is like the premier MMA league. Yeah. And... um. He said, if you're on a schoolyard and there is a group of kids playing basketball in one corner and there's a group of kids playing soccer in another corner and a group of kids playing baseball in the third corner and on the fourth corner, a fight breaks out. Every single kid on the playground drops what they're doing and goes and watches the fight. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about it. Even the kids playing basketball don't care about basketball anymore. They run to watch the fight. Yeah. It's it's up. We're primitive beings and it's still so ingrained in us to watch each, uh, just fuck each other up, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just thinking like every movie scene when someone fights, everyone just, you know, round it up around the fight. Drops everything. like a normal thing for a human, I guess. Exactly. I've never thought of it that way. Crazy, right? Um, We're in a simulation, guys. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) We figured it out. Oh, no, the agents are here. Uh, So then then we move on. Like, what... Let's talk about, like, your sort of uh, middle, middle of the, like school days like so maybe fourth like fourth through maybe seventh grade i would say somewhere in there like or just like 12 to 13 14 years old somewhere in there what what was life like for you i think that was when i got into like stop motion and which is the whole the thing that started sparring to me wanting to know film and you know Mm -hmm. finally come to editing Mm -hmm. but yeah i think that was when I was a lame kid, I just wanted to be cool in some new way that isn't already seen, not like soccer or anything. So I got into stop motion and I thought it was cool to like make like little movies and stuff and be the, I guess, I, I can be not, it's exactly the thing where it's like, I can be not cool, but I want to make cool things, you know? I'll, I'll just show my art, I guess. That's when, profound. Yeah, and then yeah. So, so those years were a lot of time wasted on like, inviting friends to make like short films it, it goes from stop motion to uh like short films because i got so tired of like taking pictures of this stupid ass lego uh, yeah. <laughs> moving an inch of the leg and taking another picture it sounds so dumb comparing to short films where you actually get people together yeah so yeah i moved to short film and then i and then i learned effects i think that was the most fascinating thing in my childhood when i was learning like cgi i was like mm-hmm. i want to blow up the school that was yeah. the, <laughs> yeah, that was the idea That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then i just learned how to blow things up in mm-hmm. in after effects and stuff and that basically just spiraled into me wanting to learn CGI and that's you know, pretty much university that's too far ahead but yeah. yeah that whole time was just me kind of not really caring about school and trying to write scripts with friends and let's film this who want to play who want to wow. and that's also kind of how i got more into like the cool people group because when i started to have like short films and stuff that people in the school were or at least in our year are watching mm-hmm. the cooler kids are like i want to 
be the you know main dude yeah, yeah. i, I want to be the whatever in the i want to be fighting and stuff like that in the show and that's yeah. kind of how i got more in touch with like the cooler friends and wow and yeah most of my friends right now that i hang out with are those kids who like play soccer and stuff that mm-hmm. that are definitely not the group i was supposed to be in yeah no <laughs> you're exactly the one that are like the main people i talk to all the time because i got into them with movie making and i i was the movie guy <laughs> wow that's really cool that's so and you and i we're about we're like i'm like two years older than you so we're yeah. of the same sort of age range where were you putting these things on youtube that early to where yeah. your friends see that's the thing is like a lot of facebook people too. yeah facebook youtube like you know you talk to you hear interviews of like famous filmmakers being like me and my friends would make these short films together these dumb videos with my friends yeah and no one would see them unless you came to our house and we put the tape in the tv yeah whereas we were able to start putting content online and just be like hey just no just search this name on youtube yeah. and you'll find me and my friends videos and stuff like there are videos that me and my friends made when yeah we were right around that same age uh that are still on youtube like they still yeah. just they, they yeah, exist exactly. out there I don't want anyone to find them yeah. because they're terrible. But, but it's one of those things where when you get to hang out with your friends after a long while, you're like, hey, you remember that video? And then yeah. you, you watch together. It's not like, oh it's not re- even though it's on YouTube, it's not really for the public. No, not <laughs> at all. It's more for you to have an archive. It's a public diary, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I guess like that whole YouTube stuff made me became a YouTuber since like, 2007 yeah or eight i think yeah I, I got like 500 subs i feel pretty good about myself back then <laughs> see that's way more than we even got we <laughs> fucking we well we were terrible at marketing we were not we, we did not have the thai skill of marketing we uh, <laughs> oh, we would make the video and then tell people and they'd be like you did what <laughs> and go, we made this like funny sketch or whatever the hell please watch it and some of the videos got decent views talk but- about american marketing uh, for a second <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that makes me feel like American marketing isn't good is when I watch TV, when I come with family, I like to watch a lot of TV because we got not much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always an ad for like, let's say like something and then another ad that kills the first ad. So I'll be watching <laughs> yeah. like greasy ass burger from this place. Like this thing tastes amazing. Let's go. Yeah. And the next ad is like diabetes medicine. I'm like, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, dude, talk to your marketing team, bro. This oh, is yeah. not helping. <laughs> it's it's just because they just buy the spot and nobody yeah. gives a shit at the network what comes after what. Yeah. yeah like, like how would anyone still want to eat that burger? Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're no, fucking that's... yourself over here. God. Yeah. That is some bad. Well, I mean, and it's all a fucking a race to not spend any money. Like, are you gonna tell the viewers your channel though, so people can watch your old videos? <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> there is one because that's the thing is like I and I'm sure you sort of feel this way. Is it's like back then it had nothing to do with trying to get views. Yeah. It was yeah. all about I have a camera. I have a dumb idea. Let's make a dumb video with my buddies. Let's yeah. let's just spend a whole weekend shooting and. It really makes me sad sometimes, and I'm interested to hear how you feel about this. I have a lot of friends that I had some of the best times of my life just sitting around goofing off, making videos, and I I was always more on the acting and writing side of things. I've never edited really much, Um, but just like the process of making them, and then at a certain point, they kind of put the camera down and stop and yeah. move on to something else. Yeah. And I sometimes I'm, I'm happy with my choice to continue on, but it almost makes me feel like a weirdo to be the kid in my friend group that was like, 
you know what? I think I could sort of make a career of this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why. I'm not the the most handsome. I'm not the most talented. I was always the funniest. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go suck it, bitches. Right, yeah, Fuck yeah. you, John. No, no they're great. No, not John. No, oh. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I actually, I did not have a friend named John growing up. You're so, crazy. So fuck you, John. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're yeah. definitely in the same boat about that, yeah, that, yeah. that whole situation of like in the group and you're the only one who's like actually keeping up with what, mm-hmm. <laughs> what you started a long time ago yeah you want to just keep keep figuring it out um what was like uh, so you started to develop your passion for you know video making and all the likes being on camera being behind the camera things like that um did that have an effect on your schoolwork? Uh, like out, you, you had mentioned that, like I don't give a shit about like some of this other stuff. I'm kind of hyper focusing on this one thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. def- definitely. I wasn't. I mean, it wasn't in, at the point where I'm doing too bad at school. Where I'm gonna get kicked out or anything. But I'm definitely not the top one. It just makes me a mediocre grade. Like if the the grade, I'm not sure how it is here, but. If it was like, you know, A is the best, I'll be like the C kid. Yeah. Okay. I'm not like shit, but I'm like, right. I'm not going to, my parents aren't proud about it. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. But at least I'm doing something else that is uh, fun, I guess, <laughs> for yeah. me that could be a career. <laughs> right. And, it, and, it, and it, for you, it worked out. Uh, it, it, it's a lot of yeah. people, it doesn't. I mean, I, I always, when my parents aren't proud about the grades and they're like, you're like busy making whatever films and stuff like that mm-hmm. I, i'm always like at least i'm not like doing drugs right exactly <laughs> like, at least i'm not like addicted to video games yeah. i play them but like my hobbies are like something you know valuable for the future it's not like it's not like something i'll have to throw away after 18 right. or something <laughs> yeah and because often a, a, a country's school system isn't about um honing in on a on a child's passion yeah. and and teaching them that it's often about teaching them how to memorize yeah. facts for a test so yeah, then exactly. the school district can get more funding yeah so it's 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 a so thing right. where it's almost it can be a good thing if you're in the middle like of of the school system where yeah. it's like i have a passion and i have a thing that i want to become a master of it, it just it happens to not be fucking uh, algebra. <laughs> <You know laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah a, that's a beautiful thing, man. And that's so then we look at school. Then we get into, <laughs> right, Jesus. Uh, we get into uh, the high school years. You're, you're a big shot, big, big guy, teenager. What, what, how many grades uh, do you count in high school? We what? do, so at our, uh, it's uh, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th grade. So it's oh. the very, it's the last four years of okay. the system. Our, okay, okay, okay. We kind of separated by three, so it's like one oh, to okay. three, eight, three to four, or five, six, seven. But that's probably better in a twelve. Oh, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. See, we, we're not into math. Right? Exactly. <laughs> fuck it. No, fuck this shit. <laughs> uh, those years are where I got into music. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. still into like the CGI stuff. I just added. You know, when you're kind of right. into like computer stuff, you, you, yeah. you kind of add more. Like I don't want to be into music now, and and I got into because I. My mom had me learn piano since I was seven, but wow. when you're like growing older, people start forming bands, and that's when I'm like, "Oh, this is cool." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and 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 I learned drums and stuff, and said, "Wow!" Obviously, still doing like the short films and stuff on the side. I pretty much just add more shit to my pile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the older I get, but yeah, but yeah, that's when I got into music, and the the I think the coolest thing I always look back on is at those times 
all the you know the cool i always call them the cool soccer kids yeah they are also the cool bands fucking hell can we can we get more diversity here? really you're the cool soccer kids you're also the coolest band what the fuck yeah, Why yeah. Is, <laughs> this is not fair that's crazy and and i i got I was into like um, drumming and stuff like that, but we never really had a band to play it. So, mm-hmm. so every time I see, every year there'll be a thing called Music Day where there's every you know every year, every grade will have a band. I think only from third grade up or something because you're too young and you probably shouldn't be holding a big ass guitar. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's all, I always go there and think I want to be one of the person up there and look so cool and. And one of the most embarrassing thing, I don't consider it embarrassing anymore, but before, uh, I think at like maybe even grade 12 or 11 or something, I texted one of the, you know, the cool kids like, like, hey, yo, dude, like I play like drums and stuff. Like I want to, I want to like, you know, be playing music with you guys. It looks so fun and shit like that. And, yeah. and it's not, they're not bullies or anything. I'm not telling a story where they're a bully or anything because I told you since like whatever, before high school week start talking because we like you know i make movies yeah. and they join yeah. me and stuff so we're, we're we're friends but i'm just not in the cool kid gang <laughs> right yeah. but when i i texted them about wanting to like uh play music with you guys and uh, like a wholesome heartfelt message i don't know why the fuck i wrote that it was the dumbest shit but the next day i got to school they all made fun of me obviously oh no <laughs> but the, oh. The, the coolest thing from that whole story is now i'm the only one who has a music career right <laughs> You know, like because I I'm the only one who like kept the music going. I started a music channel, like a semi-successful music channel in Thailand, and I'm the only one in the group who's the music guy. Yeah, you know, everyone just gave up. Obviously, yeah. like you said, so it's just me still going, even though I wasn't one of the you know stars uh, right. back then. And but it's just more like if I'm actually passionate about it, I keep going. Yeah, <laughs> they they just more like do cool things and then that's not the career afterwards which is the whole point of this podcast it's called (laughs) we didn't peak because you didn't peak those those people you know god bless them people everybody picks their own paths in life and stuff and i'm sure they're doing fine or maybe not whatever uh you were a person that said wait a minute I'm having a great time and I'm good at this. Yeah. Why stop? Because yeah, I'm being exactly. told I need to buy a tie and go get a job in a fucking like office or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. That. I'm going to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like no one has done this. Like, right. there is a path that you see. <laughs> you just. So, it's not like I'm new to this. Yeah, like, I mean, that's it's, because that's the funny thing. Like, like I know it's a joke, but it is kind of true in Asia that there's a few paths that. A lot of parents would want you to go. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're a successful kid if you study science and you go be a doctor. You know, yeah. and because you're gonna you're gonna have a shitty time studying and l- l- way less sleep. But you mm-hmm. know, it's a best career, I guess. You make most money or something. And yeah. there's a few careers that is like very push. And when you're not that, you get a lot of pressure that you're probably gonna fail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it. What is the? And obviously, I'm not saying like speak for the whole country. Yeah, exactly. But like, what's sort of the vibe around the entertainment industry in Thailand? Because here we do get. Because again, like I said, states are like countries yeah. here. So the state that I'm from couldn't be farther from the Hollywood or the entertainment yeah. industry, all that stuff. So kids like me that said, I want to do that, we got a lot of pushback in the yeah. sense it's like, no, you need to, you know, uh, be, be a coach or yeah. a, a fucking whatever it is. Have whatever. kids. Yeah, yeah. Have a fan. Like, that's more valuable than 
that sort of career. Um, so what was that like? Uh, what was the vibe for y'all? I think the um, I can only speak for I grew up in the city, so I don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of culture and stuff very changes. I guess kind of like in America, different state in Thailand, right. just more like this city, and then there's other like districts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that entertainment dis- uh, business in Thailand has been going up, but since when I was growing up, uh, I think one of the main thing. Okay, I'm, I'm speaking around here, but the point I was trying to make is the uh, me, the entertainment business in Thailand is pretty good, but the only thing is not much people value it. Mm. So like, there's so much talented people. One once in a while, you find a movie like, how the hell? Like these are Thai people making these movies. Like there's so yeah. many good movies. There's so many good CGI company that are even being hired by like American movies oh, and wow. stuff like that yeah. and it's a lot of like good like movies music and stuff good people in the industry but it's one of those things where it's not really valued by like i guess investors and something like that so there'll always be a problem like you have a great crew great movie great story but no one is willing to like pay enough so every movie right. will have like a the main block which is money or every not movie just any art form i guess yeah, so if you yeah. want to be a music person you got to make it yourself because no one's really going to put money into that until you already made it yeah. by yourself or you no one's going to fund your movie so if you have this idea you probably have to push it down the whole notch mm-hmm. that's why we always see like movies with like oh this if the cgi was good oh if the acting was better they can't hire a better actor or whatever it's just yeah, yeah so many cap and especially when you get into the entertainment business you see this all the time when you know people who have a project but finally gets turned down because whatever money problem no one's mm-hmm. investing no one's paying or or no one's watching sometimes i'm not sure if this is going to be controversial for thai people but uh, i feel like the thai movie is only like you can only make comedies or like horror movies if okay. you try anything else you're probably it's now it's better but most of my childhood you probably can't make anything else other than that yeah because yeah. budget or there's no viewers for other right. types because thai people want to just see funny movies and horror movies and same yeah. with music huh. all thai music has to be about love and breakups <laughs> I, yeah. I mean i guess that's the whole music industry but there's way less people who listen to anything else mm. so every time anyone makes a song if it's not about love it's probably going to be not <laughs> famous. <laughs> yeah. That's cool because well, it's it that's interesting, I guess, um, because I have always had the opinion that, and this is something that like film people talk about a lot, is that horror and comedy are cousins of each other yeah. in the movie genre because they're the two genres of film that are meant to elicit a physical response. Mm. Like you're supposed, it, it's a universe, it's a shared experience that we're oh, having in right, the yeah, theater yeah. of laughter, like ha ha ha, falling back in my chair laughing or jumping at the, yeah. oh shit, that's scary. Yeah, like, exactly. They're very visceral things and I think that's why a lot of places that don't have kind of like what you're saying like a huge wide array of genres yeah. those two genres are almost always present in a lo- any country with a film scene yeah. because they're so like like they get down to the core of like what it means to be entertained like you're either shocked or you're overwhelmed with happiness yeah know? exactly yeah, well, yeah. that's true i never thought of it like that i mean my i think my point also still stands that it's probably also about money because there's two it's genres. easy to make. Yeah, you yeah. can, you know, make it with way less money. But yeah, I think this that factor really counts that it, these two are the genres that will get more response because yeah, funny things don't always have to like 
you just want to laugh it doesn't have to be deep doesn't have to have right. a great story or whatever same with like scary movie you just want to get tense and <laughs> yeah jump up and stuff like that <laughs> it doesn't need a building blowing up and yeah like, exactly. uh, like machine guns yeah 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 that's uh well then we get into university years for you so did you go to school for uh like cg like film production no uh i went to uh, university to study for game making but i but because i want to study cgi and there's not that much cgi options so this gaming like a faculty that teaches about gaming has an animation and visual effects uh like division wow that's where i went and i did the thing you talked about where you know i had to be away from home Mm -hmm. to have like a whole life at the university because it's just too far from home yeah so i just got a dorm and stayed with friends and stuff like that i think the yeah, I studied like making CGI and I finally got the answer. I the reason I got went there was I really want to know how they made Transformer. How the hell did they make those <laughs> fucking robots? Like like when I was in high school, okay, I'm getting yeah. better at visual yeah. effects, but those robots are just nuts. Yeah. How would you make that? That's Michael too- Bay, you son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah, and then when I finally learned uh, the university all throughout the years, I finally know in my head that if I had the time, I could make one of the Transformers. I know each, every knowledge to do it but I'm not going to do it fuck this industry let's go to yeah, <laughs> do something else hell yeah I, I finally, it's just more like I finally got the answer I always wanted to but the, the whole CGI industry in Thailand is just too like shit like you mm. literally pay so much money and waste so much time learning something so hard and so complicated to like get like base paid you know yeah, salaries yeah. and no one really cares so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm just like okay I just got the answer to my childhood question and fuck this <laughs> But the Transformers was <laughs> yeah, that was motivation. The, but, uh, that's but, amazing. But that's the university stuff. But the whole university years, I think it was like the hardest ever time of my life. Mm. That was probably the most frustrating because it was the first time ever, well, also like what you said, move away from family. Yeah. And it was the first time where my family has a big financial problem. Mm. Obviously, I'm not going to go into detail, yeah. but it became like, when you go to university, I want to focus on, you know, learning and stuff. But then I have to focus on uh, how I'm going to pay for my dorm, how I'm going to pay for my f- phone bills. I have to move mm-hmm. out from a dorm with my school friends to my to a dorm with my university friends because it was cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> so I can pay for it myself and like phone bills. And I'm so, like, I'm starting to be super like crazy about money. And I have to like do many hoops to get more like freelance job. One of the best story for me is like when when we were doing our thesis, mm-hmm. uh, our thesis is like a three-minute animation. We had to make a three-minute animation. It could be in a group or it could just be you. I do it with one one friend, so it's the two of us because we are like a freelance duo. We always help each other find freelance job. And it was two weeks before turning in the thesis, and my friend's like, yo, I just got a you know an animation job. <laughs> uh, we're going to get 5,000 baht, which is $100 is 300 one hundred dollars is three thousand baht. Five, five thousand. Okay, I'm gonna get like a hundred and fifty dollars, and we're gonna <laughs> split it. Yeah, yeah. And we got this job. We have two weeks to finish the thesis. Are we gonna take it? And we're like, fuck yeah, this is money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thesis, we're losing money. Right. This one makes us money. Why would I focus on the fucking thesis? Right. I don't care. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing is, me and this friend who always like because we both have the same kind of I guess money situation. I'm so lucky, bless him, <laughs> yeah, yeah. for being with me throughout 
trying to get like we always we'll always have each other's portfolio mm. so when i get a contact on a job that he knows how to do i'll send his portfolio and wow. say it's mine just so we can get the job right away it doesn't matter who makes it like yeah. if i if, if he gets a job that i can do he'll throw my portfolio and when we get the job obviously i'll just do it and he, he'll just you know transfer the money to me instead yeah. and we just always help each other and the i guess the coolest thing i don't want this story to be too long but the whole thesis stuff like we we were like trying to make the cool cyberpunk uh, movie and stuff we were going all out like us too we're gonna make the best thesis ever we're gonna make the coolest animation and and stuff like that and when you make thesis you have to check up with teachers uh not with not with just the t-shirt of this class but like the whole there'll be like a presentation every for a month to mm. show like how far you are in this thesis because you have a whole year to finish it so they have to check up on how you're doing so they don't want you to fail you know right oh, <laughs> so yeah, so every check up we always get told by all the teachers and 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 stuff like that that we're doing it too much this is too big you have two people this is a <laughs> this project is for a team of 16 plus or whatever they are yeah, we yeah. always get shot down that our project is too big and and we're like and like you, like we're trying to make like realistic like a whole city and a whole cyberpunk wow. running shooting bombs and yeah, and yeah. like a, like an actual like cyberpunk transformers yeah and, and <laughs> everyone else who are like some of them are in like groups of four plus they're doing like you know kids animation which yeah, is obviously yeah. easier in terms of like well i'm not gonna shit on the animation team everything is hard but (laughs) but for that time that what other people were doing were definitely way easier than us we're putting every tricks in the book in there yeah bombs simulating fire smoke and and we always get shot down and we can't do it and plus we always do like freelance job so we lose a lot of time on that yeah and the the best feeling is the final presentation day no one finished no one was able to finish their animation it was all, all of them were at least like like kind of finished and we were the only one who had a finished product and we were the only one who got an a so fuck them bitch, hey <laughs> all right and it was so it was a, such a cool moment because we did it till morning and everyone kind of like since they weren't able to finish it the teacher had to let everyone kind of like present where they are for the final even though it's supposed to be a day where you show your final just show the video that you yeah. made they just presented, oh, we rendered out like this. We Here's the five, uh, like 15 seconds render so the whole movie will look like this. They'll have to finish it later and send it later, but they lost a lot of points for not finishing on the last day. So right. everyone was having like a big presentation on how far they were. We came in hella late, like an hour late, mm-hmm. and we got yelled at a bit, but we like, well, we got this thumb drive. Here's the <laughs> whole show. I don't, I'm not presenting anything. Just watch it. We're done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that just felt good on how like hard we worked especially with like other stuff we have to spend more time trying to make money while finishing this thesis it's yeah. just like it's so frustrating and i don't know it's just one of those like proud moments where you finally did it it was a probably wouldn't do it again but <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> too much too much stress and everything but damn dude and so that was the end like that was your final project basically yeah, and so you got to walk out with your middle fingers up kind of yeah like, pretty that's, much that's really all cool. the teachers that doubted us and honestly uh, this might be a quick lesson, but I feel like the thing that got us to that point is a good time management. I feel like not mm. much people have that time management. And also, like, focusing on the right things. Lo- there was a lot of time wasted for other people where the teachers were like, you have to fix the story. Everyone has to have the perfect uh, script. Mm. But we know that we want this thesis. I want to sh- have it as a portfolio that I can do um, simulation and effects. And my friend wants to have the portfolio where he can show his... Um, modeling he can model yeah, yeah, cool yeah. stuff so we focus on that so when the teacher is like oh your story is shit you should change your story like this we're like yep 
we don't <laughs> we uh. just, because we're focusing on other parts and that's the only reason we're done wow. because we're not you know wasting half our time fixing a story even though we're not trying to get a writing job you know yeah. and i don't know why the teacher wants us, us to have the perfect story we're not you know, we're not in a writing school come on right <laughs> yeah that's i mean i i had a similar experience kind of in college like i I don't know. I, I had a great time. I loved it. I loved the school part of it. I, it was great. What training. was the thing you studied? Though? What was Acting. the main thing? Acting? Acting. Oh, yes. That's, um, but I, that's I fun. Do you get to talk deeply to other people about yes. your insecurities? Yes, exactly. Oh, it can be very, very nice. intense. No, I was, well, I, it was more, see, it, I, it's an acting degree, but it was really just, a gr- it was ultimately a degree in creativity. And That's cool learning about yourself because most the the common misconception with acting and i'm not at all about to hop on a soapbox and talk about (laughs) the craft (laughs) yeah yeah, the work uh it's really the best actors are people who know themselves extremely well and who are very comfortable in their own skin so therefore they can now sort of expound on that into a character or a different person or whatever so i was always i always like sort of say I was more of a comedian in an acting program. Like I had already started doing stand up when I was 18. So, and improv and and writing sketches and filming and all this stuff. So I was always more interested in the funny parts of it. And I got a lot where I got my pushback was my teachers and professors pushing me to branch out into the more dramatic side of things and the more, the deeper material and stuff like that, which I did. And I, you know, you feel a certain level of artistic fulfillment through that that you don't necessarily feel with comedy. Yeah. I'd rather get a laugh. I think the feeling <laughs> of getting a laugh is much better than the feeling of getting tears. <laughs> yeah, um, that's for sure. But it's a thing where I, um, I don't know. I had this thing, especially when I was in college, I was like, why <laughs> the world is already so damn bleak. Why am I pretending to be sad right now? Like, why would I want to put all this effort into... Oh manufacturing uh despair or 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 anger or all this stuff That's like so it's true. it's fun to play pretend i guess but i want to f- if i i want to if if my creative energy is like a gas tank and it starts off the day full i want to use most of that gasoline on stuff that makes people laugh or silly is yeah. fun stuff like that because I get a lot out of that for myself because, you know, ultimately I'm a attention hog and I love it. <laughs> um, but it's also a thing of like, I just thought it was ridiculous. Like I thought it was so silly whenever we would do these like deeply intense plays. Like uh, we didn't do the crucible when I was there, but do, do you know the play the crucible? No. Okay. It's this hyper dramatic play about the Salem witch trials and like, like in the 1600s or 1700s, don't fucking come for me. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, it's it's it, it's a play that's all drama. There's no levity. There's no laughter at all. It's all like the women in this village are witches, and we have to kill them. <laughs> My wife is not a witch. <laughs> yes, she is. And I'm like, we are kids. We're learning. You're already part? learning about women being witches. That's right? Good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, very problematic. This program. Um, but all that to say, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Where it's like. I feel like a lot of teachers mean well when they see a student that is sort of drifting to one specific thing. They're like, well, no, you need to also do this to to learn more. But it's like, 
you don't understand how frustrating it is to hear that because I'm really good at this thing that I'm working yeah. on. And, and at the end, can't you, you just let me fly? If you're good at everything. You're good. You're good at nothing. That's kind of the quote, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not. That's not 100 percent true. You're still right, right, good right. at everything, but it's, if you don't have like a standing one main standing thing, people can't see you as anything because yeah. you're kind of just in the middle, right? It's too much. You're cutting. You're dividing yourself too many yeah. times. You can't put like all this effort into everything like you can't you only have so much effort that you can give well god damn so what was your first like getting into the professional world and stuff it's so you uh you have you have a youtube channel like what what's your youtube like life like what 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 is what is all that what do you have going on because i i'm oh i have a, a i have a youtube channel about music i kind of just like got watch a lot of music channels I feel like there, there's a lot of music channel in Thailand, but there's only two main groups, which is uh, covering songs and what is it called? Like teaching, but real teaching, like mm. boring teaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry for anyone. I'm, I'm not. You're probably teaching great, but right. obviously anyone who's not into music would not watch that. It's right. too you know specific. But I felt that there's this middle thing, which is fun music content, kind of like what Joe's doing, kind of like what mm-hmm. a lot of um, you know English speaking. YouTube channels are doing and I watch those and there's none of that in Thailand or if there is I had not seen it yeah yeah <laughs> and and yeah so I just kind of you know slip myself in that opening and be the I guess one of the main YouTube channels that is like you know doing music for fun like mm-hmm. I, I always see myself as the gateway like when I a lot of like I guess YouTube music t-shirts will like kind of see me as oh not, not he's not the real guy he like He's he's just joking around. He's not trying to teach that that yeah. well, which is it's true. But it's more like I always see myself as I'm helping you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm the gatekeeper. I'm making more people wanting to learn more about music. And when they want to learn, you know, in depth stuff, they go to you teachers. You know, yeah. And I, like without me, I'm like there'll be less people in the industry. And I'm I'm just trying to like yo see how fun it is. Like I'm making music in an hour. I'm pressing this and that and showing only snippets of stuff that is fun or understandable for everyone. Yeah. And more people just gain, you know, like interest in like, oh, doesn't look that hard. I can maybe do it. And wow. a lot of people and I do get a lot of people who just see me as their teacher now because they got into music from from me and so they but just, so yes yeah, I just make like a music channel that's like just mm-hmm. fun with music. Doing What's the content. channel called? Uh, I'm having a bad day. I'm having, no, I said, what's the channel called? Not, <laughs> no. Don't tell me how you feel about this interview. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, oh, that's no. cool. That's, so music, uh, I, I do actually want to, uh, not backtrack, sidetrack. Uh, you're a big video game guy, obviously. You yeah. have mentioned it the entire time, and it seems like <laughs> it's a, a recurring theme in your life. Yes. Um, definitely wish I had more time playing it. Though. <laughs> yes. Uh, two questions for the video game stuff. What is your favorite game of all time? And as a musician slash gamer, how do you feel about the rock band uh, and Guitar Hero <laughs> games? Oh my god! Okay, uh, my my the favorite my favorite game of all time. I can't really pick. I have two, which is Skyrim, mm-hmm. and then only recently, like a few years ago, I added to the list, which is Cyberpunk. I know great. so many people two hate great it. Games. No. Nobody, so many people hate it. They say it's the worst game. It came out buggy, but I played on PC, and <laughs> I think I only seen no more than like three bugs. Perfect. And and obviously, I'm not gonna say like you guys who who like 
can't play the game because it's too buggy. You suck. Obviously, I don't, I'm not saying that. Right. But I just had a great experience and I was so into the cyberpunk world because I told you I even made a whole thesis about cyberpunk. I'm into that theme. Yeah. And that game was perfect. The city was crazy. Like you're in the cyberpunk world. You, I never experienced that before. And it was so good. And yeah, so those are the two games. Yeah. And for like the rock band have games that's where you like get to play fake guitars yeah, yeah. i fucking love those yeah. those are so good it's so much fun and and i feel like a lot of people got into music from that absolutely like i know yeah. some people who are and 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 only recently actually i start to play those games mm-hmm. that's a great time that you asked this because before i never played those i know about it of course and i didn't have an opinion if it's good or bad because yeah, i never yeah. played on it but only recently uh, me and my friends always go to this one arcade place that has like a whole rock band set up so it has every instrument ready for That's you to awesome. play and like a big TV yeah and yeah we started going there and we started playing that because we we, we all kind of like are into music but not everyone's like good at playing real instruments but mm-hmm. we all play rock band together and yeah it was really good fun because I don't know. I guess it's just one of those because I think it also reflects where when you play wrong, it like you know you can hear yeah. that it plays wrongs and yeah. it disappears and stuff. So it's not like one of those things where you can just like blindly press. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like it's fun in terms of people are like I'm playing. I got to not a real keep gu- up. Yeah, it's yeah. not a real guitar, whatever. But it's still like I'm playing. I have to be playing. So you have that yeah. band feeling without the stress of playing the actual instruments. You know, right. so everyone's got to have fun. Yeah, I think it's a. Like, Great thing. Any honestly, to me, anything that gets people into music is a good thing to me. I just, I, agree. I think it's great. <laughs> That's awesome. So, how did you um, get involved with the Rumi channel? Um, well, that's pretty simple actually they just posted on youtube that they need an editor and i just yeah. <laughs> I, I conveniently had the funny thing is i conveniently had like my channel was already doing pretty well mm-hmm. at that point and obviously i have a lot of style stolen from, I'm not going to say stolen, I'm sorry, inspired by the Rumi channel mm-hmm. already. Yeah. So it's already like a perfect, like I'm already editing my, for myself and for my current job at the time. Yeah. So editing is my main thing and I make music channel with the same type of content or close to. Yeah. And yeah, so I applied. And the funny thing was when I made the email, I, <laughs> I specifically tried to have that info in the subject i can't remember how i fit that in yeah. but i wanted so the subject when you read it you know that i'm in that position that yeah, i yeah. have a channel and i do the same type of content i can't remember Just how a I wrote long that. subject line. <laughs> yeah, yeah i have no clue how i fit that in and i can't remember what i wrote it must have been a great subject line yeah if how it, did i do that because anytime i see a subject line that's more than like four words i think it's spam immediately yeah <laughs> But the thing is, like, I'm thinking in the YouTuber way, I want to clickbait this subject even. That's, yeah. Because how many people are going to be, he got so many subscribers, how many people are going to be sending in, you know, (laughs) know, applying for editing? Right, He's opening for the whole world, too. It's not, like, only whatever people in what country. So I'm going to have a lot of competition. I got to clickbait. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And pretty much it worked out. I, I, yeah, um, they contact me back and have me do a test. They Mm -hmm. choose a handful of people and we do, like, a test for where we we all have like a video we have to finish in 24 hours and i'm done with that and six people or something get to interview with jonas (laughs) which Mm -hmm. is great now that you also know jonas yes yes he's a fun guy but i was definitely i was definitely not stressed when i was in an interview with him probably because i've watched the videos Mm -hmm. so i know him yeah so 
when I was in an interview, even though I'm trying to get a job, I'm also making fun of him already. Uh-huh. So that's, I guess, a good start. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's God, just how it was. Pretty that's... simple story. Just, yeah. You know, asking for it. And you I said, oh, applied. I applied for the job and I got it. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, God, I also just, Jonas's newest video I've watched probably 10 times. Yeah. I, he's, he's, his channel is so fun for me. I, I, I love all this. Yeah, I keep all showing those people. three videos. So fun. <laughs> so fun <laughs> oh man no i mean i if you asked me to sit down and animate anything you would have to come back in 60 years <laughs> I, would, I would be an old man and be like look i made a stick figure walk three pages yeah i think the thing with animation and stuff where i didn't really went with that career like for real with animation and cgi and stuff is mm-hmm. just because it takes so long to see the result yeah especially when i was into like making simulations i want to make fire it's literally becoming me having to learn facts about fire i'm having to put in parameters about how much fuel how much blah 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 that i forgot the names of that are actual fire parameters so it admits something in the program that looks like what i want and and the whole process is just you keep changing parameters and take like two hours to render and then see that it it sucks (laughs) you have to go back to (laughs) try again so yeah so the whole or even like when you like i said making a three-minute thesis took us a year of a year of school and so when you compare it to music you press a few buttons you're already hearing oh i hear the piano now i hear the drum now it's coming together like quickly compared (laughs) to compared to this animation that takes forever and sometimes you can't even do it you fail 70 percent of the way sometimes right (laughs) which is fucking nuts yeah how disappointing um so what uh so you get the job working here and then you also i I would say the the main the main the main thing i would have to say thanks for was getting fired from my first job oh that was okay. the first time but that got me to think of like okay i need something of my own that's why i started a youtube channel so without that i probably wouldn't be here if i never you know had the motivation to start something on my own and actually make it something and probably wouldn't have that clickbait title to get right. this job right now <laughs> <laughs> that's smart i uh when joel does his episode i'll tell my story of how i got hired on the team but it's uh it, it, it it's i did not send an email <laughs> it, was, it was it was a little weirder than that um, um have you got fired before i've never been fired from a job i and i rarely have ever quit a job i okay. um so like when i was i was younger like in like school I had so much going on because I played sports my entire life and did theater and made these videos with my friends and did comedy. Like I've always had a shit ton of stuff going on at the same time. Um, So I couldn't hold a job whenever I was like of age to start working, like to like put a little money in my pocket. So I would work at my friend's ranch doing like manual labor for a little extra money on the side. And then, you know, when I moved off to college, can't do that job anymore. I got a job selling tickets at the university box office. Nice. I also worked construction one summer, uh, which was... I heard that was good fun. Yeah, you hated that? Great fun. Awesome <laughs> fun. Last episode, the uh, go back and listen to uh, last week's episode. I give a whole breakdown of my construction, uh, my, my summer working construction, Perfect. actually. Uh, and then, yeah, it was just like, okay. And then I graduated from the college, so I can't keep that college job anymore so then i moved on um and i actually when i got the job at second city in chicago that uh was the one and then i got laid off when COVID started i i found a job at this place 
It's a mattress company, and I will not say the name of the mattress company. <laughs> okay. I, I may have said it in the past, but I'll try. Don't to. go back and look for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I worked there for one day. <laughs> And I quit. It was the first time I ever outright quit a job, really. One day? How do you even know you want to quit? Brother, it was that bad. What's wrong with a mattress? It was the worst worst experience of my life. And I made up a fake story telling them that I had a family emergency. And that's why I had to quit. Oh. Uh, Yeah, yeah. It was such a... It was an awful day. I remember afterwards, like, I've been texting my buddy Caleb all day. And then I get back home. I, like stand in my room just like shaking i yeah. send this email like hey i'm never coming back oh, and then i God. go over to caleb's place and he's standing in his like parking lot for his apartment at the time and is just clapping and he goes <laughs> there's old one shift nickels <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, fuck perfect. you um yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah you deserve that clap yeah <laughs> i guess i technically did also quit i worked at a grilled cheese restaurant in chicago called cheesies which i quit but they also like long story short the manager who hired me quit the day after i got hired okay so then the new manager had no idea who i was and i had just started and just done like my training shift and so i never got scheduled again <laughs> Oh, because they just didn't fuck. know who I was, and I got oh. this other job in the meantime. I was like, all right, well, I'm just never coming back. And they're like, okay, sounds good. What the fuck? We don't care. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a I fun guess, life. <laughs> I guess they didn't need people. <laughs> right, whatever. Um, so what? Ulti- uh, we're sort of circling the drain here. What yeah. ultimately led you to, um, because this a lot of the stuff that uh, obviously we do on the channel and stuff can be done remotely, and a, a lot of the team works all around the world. What what was like the uh, uh, motivation for you to come be in person in the states for it? Um, I guess the story was from so uh, us in the team we all like talk to each other and stuff. It's pretty cool. We're kind of like all kind of friends. So just coming from one time, I was talking to Joe and I was talking about how like Thailand was at the peak of their like lockdown, no mm-hmm. leaving house and stuff. And I was like, every other country seeming like so good. I was I always wish to like I want to. Like, I want to travel so bad right now. I want to go to Europe and stuff like that because, yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of Europe. But then he, (laughs) that was when he moved to America too. And then he was like, want to come to LA instead? Yeah. Like, want to try come working at LA? Like, um, I'm already American. So it's not like. (laughs) Oh, right. Yeah. You have dual citizenship. Yeah. So so compared, compared to going anywhere else, well, I guess since I'm American going anywhere else is also easy but cheers yeah cheers but yeah it's just more like hey if you want to travel right now i want to start from here <laughs> and, yeah. and the whole plan was to me to come and i, I mean it was my plan i, I plan to like okay i want to go see what it's like for one month and then uh, decide what else am i gonna do yeah um but yeah when i went when i went here the thing was in, uh, to go back to Thailand is like a hassle at that point. You have to apply for all these things. You have to quarantine for 14 days. You can't leave your room. Mm-hmm. You're stuck in this whatever place you have to pay for. Mm. <laughs> cool. Just pay awesome. for yourself too. And so I was, so since Joe also didn't really want me to leave any, like anytime soon yet. So I was like, can I just stay for now until the whole situation in Thailand is better so I can go back easier? Yeah. Which did happen, but it just became from the one month plan to like six month. Yeah, basically, <laughs> then, yeah. For, for before I went back, it even went longer because it was six month, and then I was supposed to go back, and then I got COVID right 
you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> before going. Yeah. And then I was so just I was just here way longer than I expected, and now I'm back here again because I don't know why not. <laughs> I agree. Why not? Well, that's awesome, man. I mean, I'm I'm happy you're here. I'm very happy. You're thank here. you. Uh, I'm happy you're here. There's well, thank more. You very well, I'm much. way less, I guess, homesick than last time. I would say a, well. lot, a lot less. I just just from more people being around. It's mm-hmm. just way I don't know, way better. I'm just I don't know. Yeah, I'm very homesick. Honestly, well, <laughs> I I, well I'm happy I, I can mean, provide e- even that. now, but it's like way better now compared to before. That was yeah, pretty dark times. <laughs> well, hey, uh, it's hard to have a dark time when I'm around. Ha, let me let's go. Because <laughs> no, you're I'm white. Wait, what? Okay. Miserable piece of shit, and I am white, and that those two things go hand in hand. Being a miserable piece of shit and white. No. Well, anyway, <laughs> you do light up the room. Come on, you do light it Thank up. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. You do the same. You, I. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember uh, at the party uh, that we mentioned earlier uh, last week, just it, it, I, there's something about you and Rickard both, who, which Rickard will uh, do this show as well. Yeah. Um, just such characters, and I love it. <laughs> I love. I would just. I love just wa- looking across the party and seeing you guys just up to something, like just doing a bit or something. I'm like, yeah, oh, I don't really know is, what's going on. This is beautiful, right here. This is just this two introverts figuring out To me, what this to do. is theater. Oh no! Talking about Sweden. No, uh-huh. we, <laughs> we have a quick cameo here. Look who it is, everybody. What's up? up? <laughs> can you say? Can I say, Dick? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh, what did he do? Oh, no. I don't know. <laughs> what jo- happened? Joel, everybody. I just saw these guys had their, these guys are not wearing pants or yeah. underwear. And I was just like, can I say what I'm seeing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes, um, surprisingly, surprisingly well endowed. You wouldn't guess like from their personalities. <laughs> what doesn't matter. Anyway. Good luck, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. That's a big part of this podcast that no one knows about is that you, we do this pantsless. Uh. Yeah. I mean, it's not videotaped, so That's I right. know, might as well be comfortable. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, well, last question here. We're rounding, rounding the, uh, approaching the end. Oh, um, my God. It's always, I always ask the same question to everybody, um, and I rarely give any sort of like prep. So you'd, you'd either have to have listened to an episode or whatever to know what this question is. Okay. If you were to, if you could go back in time to a past version of Jiva when he was at his most lost, his most directionless, you don't have to say when it was, you don't have to specify. Yeah. But if if you could rip a wormhole in space and time, poke your head through, and yell out a piece of like of a of a, a concise piece of advice, like something to motivate him to keep going and to encourage him to know that better days are ahead. What would you say? Um, so honestly, I probably wouldn't say anything because my darkest time was like the university time I told you about that mm-hmm. was like more like a lot of like financial problem. Yeah. I felt like that whole like when you face, for some reason, I feel like that whole moment when I faced a real life problem where I could be homeless, I need to work right now. I have mm-hmm. to do things for real, for real that forced me to figure everything out so honestly i don't have anything to say to me at that time but if i would choose any other time i would go to my high school days just to tell him that yeah most things here don't matter <laughs> like there's so much stuff you yeah. are stressed about when you're in like school days that mm-hmm. actually means nothing yep. to your future you're stressed about i even know friends who are stressed about like this person doesn't really like my picture back. I'm unfollowing that person and something they get stressed with random shit. And there's so much stuff that just don't matter. Just do what makes you happy. And as long as you're not hurting anyone else and 
just focus on that. Don't stop caring about what anyone thinks. Stop caring about anything that doesn't matter to you. Most, I feel like most stress for people, even up till now, with no matter the age, comes from at least fifty percent of things that don't matter to you. Yes, you know when you stress about what you look like in public and or whatever, it's just like there's so much things that you don't realize that you're burdening yourself from, like blocking yourself from happiness or from like being more relieved. Because of things that don't matter, and I feel like, yeah, when you're in a whatever school situation, that's the best time to go tell that person that yeah. please don't <laughs> make most of these things matter. Like they don't matter to you. Don't think about them too much. Just have fun. Do yep. whatever. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I think, I think that's great advice. Thank you. That's good stuff. Uh, Jiva, thank you for doing the show. Uh, where can the kids find you online? Where where would you like to be found? Social media and shout out the YouTube channel. Um. I would say, please just look at my Instagram, Jiva21, my YouTube channel. I'm having a bad day. It's all in Thai, so I'm not really sure how many people would get much use from We're that. We're big in Thailand. Although, We're huge. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but although I am, uh, I have a person making subs, so you can watch with subs if you uh, want. Cool. <laughs> Recently only. Um, but yeah, and that, that's... I mean, honestly, whatever you want to do, I'm not, I'm not that much of like, please follow me. I don't really right, actually right. care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, that, don't want to. I think that's healthy. I am that person. Please follow me for the love of yes. God at Chance's Lab. Actually, no. yeah. <laughs> if if anyone cares about me, just follow Chance. Hey, there you Look go. Look at me through Chance. That's and every day I post a photo of Chance. <laughs> so yeah, he, that's his Instagram. Just me with different like this is what he's wearing today. <laughs> what a weird thing. Why is he eating pizza right now? <laughs> what if you it's did that 9 with your PM. friend? <laughs> you just have like I'm your friend, but it's just I'm just promoting my buddy on my page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm always posting my buddy every day and what he's doing. He, yep. ne- he needs a life update, you know? I feel like we both should do that for Rickard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would work. It'd be I like, agree. Dang, why is he eating an acai bowl at 1 a.m.? Dang, why is he <laughs> in that swimming pool full of balloons? You'll have to tune in to the channel <laughs> oh, to figure it out. See you on Roomy Official. That's right. See you guys. Bye.